Chapter 1 October 19th Afternoon sunlight bathed the patient suite with a dull gold hue. Outside, pools of shadow darkened the carefully tended lawn as broken clouds passed before the sun. It was five minutes past four. Another gorgeous New England October day. The view did little to soothe Preston's taut, strung nerves. He turned to regard his brother Ian, who sat stiffly in an armchair beside the hospital bed. Ian met his gaze with weary resignation. I know, he said. His once theatrical baritone gone thin and quiet. I look like shit. You do, Preston admitted. Ian sighed and let the white hospital blanket fall from his shoulders. Kind of you to agree. Preston caught the edge of the logo on Ian's t-shirt, a pair of crossed blue scimitars, and smiled affectionately. Nice shirt. Ian lowered the blanket enough to reveal Samaritan written under the scimitars. If anyone catches me wearing this old thing, my reputation will be ruined, he teased, though the humor was bleak. Preston studied Ian's face, wishing he knew what his brother was thinking. They were close, but this addiction had become a chasm between them. Ian had fifteen more days to go as an inpatient, followed by another three months of planned outpatient counseling. The program had an excellent rate of success, but only if the patient stuck through to the end, which had always been Preston's biggest concern. Ian blamed himself for his addiction. He tended to think he could do everything on his own. That's why I'm here your reputation. A hint of the old sharpness came to Ian's blue-gray eyes. The firm contacted you? Preston nodded. They've reassigned your cases. You're on six months' leave. Six months? Ian sat forward, stubbled jaw set. I have active cases, trials, and an addiction to painkillers. Preston interrupted ruthlessly. Guilt twisted through him as Ian sat back, going pale. But the time for gentle handling had passed. Since his post-surgical discharge nine months ago, Ian had sailed in and out of rehab programs, doing the minimum to satisfy the partners at his law firm. Painkillers had given him the false strength to handle a full caseload, but also to put himself back into physical therapy to try and fix the new damage he'd done to his still-healing back. Ian glared at Preston. What the hell am I supposed to do for six months? Get clean, get yourself squared away. With a resentful huff, Ian snapped. Fine, I need to catch up on continuing education credits. You'll have to do distance learning. One of their conditions was that you stay away from Manhattan. The sharpness in Ian's eyes gave way to fire. He'd loved Manhattan since the day he'd first toured NYU in his senior year of high school. What? Calmly, Preston reminded him. You're a criminal lawyer, Ian. If you want to get painkillers, you know people. Ian's jaw clenched. I live in Manhattan. What the fuck am I supposed to do, sleep on your damn couch? You think I want you on my couch? Bad enough I have Ray crashing there between missions. Preston shook his head hiding his horror at the thought of putting his brother and his business partner in the same room for more than an hour. I have another plan. 
Ian huffed and pushed up out of his armchair, abandoning the blanket. He steadied himself with a hand on the back of the chair, and then walked to the window. His back was noticeably stiff, but once he had his balance, his steps were smooth. If it's a round-the-world trip on your boat, you can forget it. I just got through withdrawal. I've had enough nausea to last a lifetime without seasickness. Even before the law firm's partners had made their request that Ian stay away from the temptations of Manhattan, Preston had been thinking about how best to help his brother. Ian was both brilliant and arrogant. He'd pounce on any hint of weakness, which made rehab, especially group therapy, all but worthless. And while he had the willpower to avoid drugs for recreation, he was too good at justifying one more pill to get him through a tough case, never realizing that all those...